0: yo welcome back to the extraordinary podcast we're slowly striving to be one of the coolest podcasts on mother earth i hope you guys are having a wonderful day and i'm outside it feels so fucking beautiful out here in texas i mean the weather it's feeling nice and cool so i'd say fuck it i want to do this shit outside i'm just chilling out here hanging in the mother nature listening to all the bugs you know cry out and chirp and Whatnot. And I want to start off by saying it has been an interesting week so far. Number one, I met somebody new, somebody different, somebody from a new country. His name is Joseph. He's, he's originally from Africa, from Rwanda. He lives around the city of Kigali. And man, let me tell you, it is, it is amazing. You know, I always thought that a dead end, well, not a dead end job, but like a job I never worked at could ever be this more interesting than today. And man, it, it was such a great opportunity to meet somebody new. You know, I got to, I got to talk to Joseph about, you know, so many things, how it's like in Africa, what is, what it's like, you know, switching to another part of the, pretty much on the other side of the planet, how it's different, but, you know, amazingly, you know, it's, it's, it's from the part that he's from, from Kigali, it's very, you know, not very similar, but it is similar to towards Dallas, Texas. I live around Dallas, Texas. So it was easy for him to describe what is pretty much his, his area is like, and man, it's so beautiful. And for me, I always wanted to go to Africa as a kid. I always wanted to go and see the nature and just meet the people there. And you know, I'm really try their food and what it's like. And from what he tells me, he tells me everything is so organic there, and which reminds me a lot back to where my roots are, which is Mexico. Because I visited Mexico two times in my life. You know, sadly I don't have the luxury to go there every year like some people do. I have to work every single day. But you know, in my back in Mexico, I I, I try the Mexican food there, and it's just so much different than the Mexican food here in America. Like the ingredients the food it's all just it tastes so much different and it's so much better you know my mother cooks great food I love it here but there's some dishes that my mother cooks that just don't have the same taste as what my grandmama cooks back in back in Mexico it's just it's so different and I know like the food in Africa will be so much different there he tells me like the spices and all that are just so strong and organic and that's really what I want to go cause I mean, the reason I'm so interested in wanting to go there as one of the places I want to visit is because even as a kid, you know, I always was fascinated by the nature and the animals and the lions and all that stuff, rhinos, you know, all of that throughout Africa, growing up watching all these nature shows and just watching, you know, the culture because my preacher is also, you know, from Africa, he's Nigerian, you know, and he tells me some great stories because he goes there. I think almost every year he goes back home to his family, and you know, every time he comes back, he talks about how it's it's nice out there, how it's so beautiful. And ever so often, his family his family also comes and visits him here at you know at my church. And I just love their culture, how they dress up, and how they you know look very well presented with the beautiful silks and fabric that they you know blend in, and the patterns. It's It it, it reminds me a little bit back of, you know, Mexico with, you know, the the clothes and the the patterns and all that. It really does, you know, kind of make me feel a little bit like uh, home when I was at Mexico. You know, I am obviously I'm a citizen and all that. But it's amazing to know that your roots where your roots are and just how it is, you know, how the culture is and how life is different here in America towards, you know, some parts in Mexico. And for Joseph, you know, he doesn't know much. He speaks pretty good English because uh, he learned it really well in Africa. And, you know, me, it, it it really opened my eyes. And I'm always a guy that likes to help everybody. I love helping people. I love, you know, helping some person in any way that I can, the best that I can. And, you know, it just the perfect opportunity landed for me today to, you know, have this person who just, you know, who just celebrated, you know, getting working towards his citizenship here in america and he's a very nice guy you know uh, joseph you know he's you know living a different lifestyle making sacrifices for his two children he has two daughters you know and he's telling me that being a father is the biggest privilege and blessing there is in life and you know it just shows him that when he has children it makes you make sacrifices that you that will make you proud in the present and in the future And he's such a nice guy, you know, and I like to learn a lot about him every day. And, you know, what he used to do, what was it like, you know, how, you know, the traffic was. And at first I was like, at all places, why would you come to Texas? You know, (laughs) Texas is so confusing, the weather and everything. I asked him and he told me, no, well, Rwanda and Kigali, the weather is kind of similar here in Texas. Some days are cold, some days are hot, some days are rainy, some days are dry. I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't know that. Well, that makes sense why you'd come down here to Texas, you know? I mean, I love Texas. Don't get me wrong. I I was born here. I plan on dying here. I don't plan on moving anywhere else. I I, I surely do plan on visiting somewhere else. But without a fucking doubt, I am not going to live anywhere else but here in Texas. Texas is fucking amazing. I love everything about Texas. I love that we're so proud. I love that, you know, we live different lifestyles. We're we're very, very, very uh true to, you know, our our state and we're known for a lot of things, but I mean everything's bigger in Texas and that's fucking true. I'll just I just love Texas. I love everything about it. Wouldn't want to change it anywhere. I wouldn't want to change living anywhere else, you know or change anything about living here. It's beautiful here. You know? And, you know, I just it's just a very privilege, a huge privilege to help somebody, especially someone who's not from around here, you know, to to um, help get through their day, you know, and it's a message for you guys. If you have the opportunity to help somebody, especially someone who's, you know, not from, you know, America, who wants to have a life here, like, man, help that person out, bro. You know, and you'll feel so much better about yourself. But for me, I never did it to feel better about myself. I just did it because, you know, I loved helping people. I love, you know, just making sure that everyone's okay around me. I love being a good person, and I always like just uh, doing the right thing. And, you know, I have this opportunity here to just train not only somebody new, but someone from a whole different lifestyle. And it's fucking awesome, you know. It's fucking awesome. I'm I'm looking very forward to going to work and just, get to know Joseph so much more about his, you know, family, his wife, and his kids, and how they're, you know, accustoming to this, and he tells me that he loves it here, and he lives close to the park, and how he likes to play basketball, because he used to play basketball back at home, and along with soccer, and all that, and obviously, I knew soccer was one of them, because soccer's, like, globally, it's the biggest sport there is. Soccer, you got boxing, global sport, you know, you got what else do we got? Basketball is pretty, you know, it's pretty well, pretty well out there in Spain and, you know, obviously Africa. There's also, There's a lot of talent that comes from Africa, a lot of talent that comes from Spain, especially in Europe out there. You know, basketball slowly starting to spread around there. golf, golf, uh, racing, all that. You know, it's amazing how these sports are slowly growing, you know, and becoming so much bigger and part of day to day life. It's amazing, you know, and I get to, I'm trying to do a little bit of research about, you know, where he lives and all that, because I just I just really like learning new people and really understanding what it's like. And um, just just how he tells me how you can go to some of the most beautiful places in Africa where there's beautiful lakes and oceans and all that. And speaking of oceans, moving on, speaking of oceans. This is something I saw. I saw a documentary here. It's called Seaspiracy. And oh, my God, it's crazy. If it's true, it's about this individual who starts looking about the ocean and he cares about the ocean so much. You, need, It's on Netflix. I recommend you watch it now. If there's a dark industry in this world, it's about this. It's about the oceans. Now, everybody knows that what's the number one thing that destroys oceans? It's plastic, right? It's that we throw away our garbage into the ocean. We throw so much. It's ridiculous. And you would think we invest a lot of money in things that really don't matter. And we waste a lot of money on all kinds of different things. And we lend out money to other countries in need. But it just, it just baffles me how we never invest money in keeping the oceans clean. And I didn't know this, but the ocean is responsible for 85% of the oxygen on a planet. See, me growing up, I always thought that oxygen came from the trees, obviously, the nature. But it turns out, I mean, and, and after that listening, it makes sense. It makes sense because the ocean is the majority part of the planet. It covers so much of the planet. But what shocks me is that this industry is so dark that fishing, commercial fishing is killing these oceans that we're hunting down whales. Whales are dying. Whales are washing up on the shore, having their stomachs full of nothing but pure junk and garbage. And a lot of that garbage is from, you know, commercial fishing with their fishing lines, the nets, all that shit is killing the ocean. But all these, you know, a lot of these uh, commercial uh, fisher fishermen's and fishing businesses are are a lot have a lot to do with the programs that push recycling plastic and protecting plastic from the ocean. And in this documentary, the the guy who's directing this goes far and wide and up in Thailand. How fishing, commercial fishing, is such a Dark, dark industry that there's people that are forced to go on boats and up in Thailand, I believe that are just killing people, torturing people to fish and fish, and a lot of species are dying you 're talking dolphins, whales, sharks, all this, and whales and dolphins every time they go up they 're a huge part in producing oxygen for us to breathe because every time they go up, they let out all these um I forgot microorganisms to go out and live and to p- collect sunlight and to pretty much, I believe it's microorganisms or it could be some, some kind of, you know, uh, bacteria or some, something along the lines of that, that can collect carbon dioxide and push out a lot of oxygen for us to breathe. It's, it's amazing. But a lot of these animals are being blamed for, um, a lot of these other species to go dying it's all a huge plot that he's uncovered the director's uncovering a huge plot that the ocean's dying all these animals are dying because it's plastic when plastic has literally it's proven that it's very little has to do with you know the deaths it's still a bad thing obviously clean the oceans but what's really damaging to a whole bunch of life aside from people hunting these whales and dolphins especially in Japan certain areas in Japan are having a huge gap because there's a ban on whaling and killing uh, uh you know animals there's bans on it but a lot of these countries are finding ways to just seal off areas and as soon as you land there with cameras they don't want cameras anywhere this director you know he had to avoid police the moment he arrived they're asking about cameras you got police following you because they don't want uh, the world and all these other countries to know that they're killing these dolphins, you know, in a huge little football-sized uh, area full of water where they trap these dolphins and kill them. And half the time, a lot of these other animals are getting killed by bypass. They're accidentally caught in the nets, and all they these people do is just throw them away, or they have huge uh, uh, cages where they catch Fish, and they just die, and they catch disease and all this other stuff. All these wildlife is dying. They're dying, and they're getting killed. And a lot of dolphins are getting sold for a lot of money to all these uh parks for people to watch and to entertain. But a lot of these dolphins are getting killed. A lot of these whales are dying. And if we do not he's trying to prove to us in the in the in the uh, documentary that if we don't take care of our oceans, We will be pretty much... The world could end in like 2050, 2060. We could start seeing drastic changes on the Earth. We could start going through a lot of fucking problems. A lot of animals are getting ready to go into extinction because of commercial fishing. But it's not even being known. Like Everybody is pressing towards... It's plastic that's killing the ocean, but really that whole idea is covering up the true story that it's really commercial fishing that's killing all these animals and it's damaging the ocean. And man, I'm starting to think, God, you know, we need another Steve Irwin who cared about planets, who cared about, you know, the oceans, who cared about the animals. We really need to start putting this idea out there and investing a lot of bread and a lot of time to keep these oceans safe and clean for these animals because if once these animals go we're the ones that are going to suffer from this it's all a huge billion dollar uh industry that's slowly leeching away from our potential and our uh longevity on this planet and it's so fucking you know it's so bizarre and all that and it's this guy, this di- di- the director of this documentary just goes so far and so deep and shows that, you know, this needs to be taken care of. But a lot of industries everywhere, there's even, you know, certain groups who put away these commercial uh fishermen away for endangering the animals. But it's just the slow start of where it goes, you know. And I think it's just, after seeing it, it really opened my eyes and I started doing research and I can see that it's always, oh, plastic saves the ocean and nothing else. And and in reality, it's it's fishermen, commercial fishermen. And ever since that day, you know, man, I still love fishing. I do love fishing. I think fishing is a beautiful thing. You know, it's peaceful and all that, but and every time I think about fishing now, I think about all these commercial fishermen that are killing a lot of these animals. They don't even use half of them. A lot of these animals are just killed by the by being accidentally caught in nets. And all these commercial uh, fishermen just throw away these nets and these turtles, these seals, these whales, these dolphins, these snakes, these certain fish start getting killed by all of this you know, nets and all that, and it's so fucking tragic and sad, you know, I remember, I believe Mr. Beast right now is trying to clean up the ocean, which is amazing, it's beautiful, we need to start, we need more Mr. Beasts, we need more, you know, Mr. Steve Irvin, rest in peace, you know, we need more people to care about these oceans, you know, I I just, I always thought that, man, the ocean's too big for us to be worrying about, you know, anything happen to it. But God damn, the numbers that I was seeing off this sh- uh, documentary on Netflix, again, it's called Seaspiracy. I'm, I'm telling you, watch it, bro. Watch that documentary. I guarantee you, you're going to be, you know, uh, you're going to be paying attention and it's going to catch your eye on uh, so many different things, you know, and it's amazing. And, I'm glad Netflix is doing a good thing and, you know, promoting this show and putting it on their platform because, man, if, if what if what this documentary is saying is true and predicting, we're going in the later years before it's we need to do something now, you know, before it's too fucking late, because on this planet, it, we always start caring about shit when it's too fucking late. When the damage is already done, that's when we start, you know, trying to do action. And it just doesn't need to be that way. A lot of these beautiful sharks are getting killed for their fins and all that shit. It's just, it's sad, man. A lot of sharks are also going, are endangered or on the verge of extinction because these people just want to kill them. Nothing but for their fins. And then they waste them away or accidentally kill them. And it's fucking, it's just tragic, man. It's fucking tragic. And if I can if I can, you know, get this out there to some people, maybe down the line, we can start a whole, you know, organization or maybe we can start a whole uh, movement on protecting the fucking ocean. Because, like I said, we every single time when something just goes down to shit, that's when we try to start acting and try to start caring. But we need to do it now because the ocean is so important for us. It's a huge part of our life. It's for eating tuna fish. Another thing, tuna fish are going into extinction. So much tuna is being sold. And a lot of these, um, a lot of these, oh, protect the ocean programs are really owned by the same company of the fishermen. They're partnered with the commercial fishing. And it's all just a huge scheme to just keep the money flowing and making so much money. And I understand, you know, everybody wants to make money. But at the end of the day, if we all fucking die, what's the point in having all this bread if we're not going to have longevity in the next couple of years? You know, what's the fucking point? You're going to die with you can't take money to the grave. You can't take money into heaven. You know what you can't take into heaven? Knowing the fact that you changed the world and did good to yourself and being happy that you're doing amazing things in the world, that's what the fuck you're going to take to the grave. You know, secrets, knowledge, knowing that you did good things in the world, that's what you're going to take to you with the grave. You're not going to take a fucking piece of paper to you. You know, at the end of the day, money's just a number. Money's just a fucking piece of paper that sadly we're the only things being driven by it. All the nature, everything else is just living normal. We're the only ones being controlled by numbers and fucking paper and... Work and all that shit. We're the only things being controlled by this on the fucking planet. Everything else is just flowing like, like, just like nature. Nature's nature. We're the opposite of nature. We're the, th- we are the living beings that are destroying earth. Not nature. We're destroying nature itself. We're destroying animals. We're destroying fucking areas. We're destroying our oceans. We're gonna fucking... The world's going to be destroyed in a matter of no time if we keep fucking doing this. Disposing garbage, killing off these animals that help, you know, keep, you know, uh, how do I put it? Keep balance out in the world. We're the cause of that. And I'm just, I'm saying, and now I took no part in it. I'm going to obviously do my best to just maybe get this message out there and if, If I had a billion dollars, obviously, I would invest in trying to keep these oceans clean because at the end of the day, we got to protect our planet, man. That's the only thing we fucking got. And shit, I don't personally me in the future. I don't I don't want to live forever. Obviously, I don't want to live forever. I don't want to be a robot. I want to live a good long life, sleep well, eat well, die peacefully and move on. You know that's what I want, but I also want to know that my fucking generation, my 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 uh my how do I put it, my future grandkids and future great grandkids and all that other shit, my all along the line, I want them to know that they're going to be in good hands in a clean, clean environment. But again, I recommend you watch that documentary, see spirit, see spiracy. It's fucking great. And with that being said, guys, I love y'all so much. Take care and be extraordinary, never ordinary. Peace.